It's the rest that follows your training that allows your body to get stronger and to be more resilient. So it's really a simple fact that the best version of yourself is with fresh legs and a rested body. So that strong workout performance may tax your system. And and that's why nutrition is so important. Sleep is so important to allow that rest and recovery that you need in order to improve your performance. So here's the question, how do runners like us remain active, get stronger, and heal from injuries without being told to stop running and create a healthy life for ourselves so we can continue to hit PRs well into our 40s and 50s? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. My name is Dr. Dwayne Scotty, physical therapist, running coach, and creator of Spark Physical Therapy, where we help active adults be able to run without aches and pains so you can feel good about yourself again. Welcome to the Healthy Runner Podcast. Hey, runner. Before we get into this episode, I want to know, have you ever wanted to run at your most confident and strongest without having to think or spend time wondering what you need to do for workouts so you can stay sane running and feel good about yourself again? Well, that's exactly what I help runners do in the Healthy Runner Strength Program. For 18 years, I've been helping runners get stronger all over the world who struggle with reoccurring injuries or those that struggle with knowing exactly what exercises to do to improve their running. I myself am an adult onset runner and suffered the common running injuries that many get like hamstring pain, knee pain, and plantar fasciitis. It wasn't until I figured out how to strength train in order to run that I was able to stop getting injured and was able to hit PRs and run 23 half marathons over the past nine years. All the while maintaining my mental sanity by getting in my daily stress relieving runs. This program is perfect for the dedicated runner who constantly gets injured during training cycles or the beginner runner who doesn't know what to do to strengthen their body for running. I see a lot of runners who are coming back from an injury and don't know how to train differently now that they are weaker than they used to be and they want to come back stronger than they were before. Here's how the program works. This 12-week strength training program will take 60 to 90 minutes of your dedicated time, two to three times a week, that you will improve your confidence and strength without having to wonder what to do for workouts in order to run, to maintain sanity through structured, running-specific total body workouts. So if that describes you and you want to be able to improve your confidence and get stronger without having to think or spend time wondering what you need to do for workouts so you can stay sane running and feel good about yourself again, just click the link in the show notes to this episode and join the Healthy Runner Strength Program today and let's take your running to the next level. Without further delay, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to episode Five zero and the first live edition in the Healthy Runner Facebook group and community, as well as the at Spark Your Training Instagram account. So have you ever felt overwhelmed with all of the types of training out there? 
there are long runs, there's tempo miles, there's track intervals, there's hill repeats, and there's also strength training. So you know you have to do these, but you're just thinking, do I have to like quit my day job and train 20 hours a week to try to fit them all in at once? So in this episode, we will be covering how you can periodize your training and how you can plan out your running for 21 to allow success and keep you healthy along the way. So every elite runner out there uses periodization to their advantage. So why shouldn't we as recreational runners? So we will be discussing this very important and often overlooked principle of periodization or the training cycles of running or of your training. So if you're a runner out there who just goes out there and does the same run each and every day, no matter if it is winter, if it is spring, if it's summer, um, I just sound like Olaf there, summer, uh, for those of you who have kids and have seen Frozen like 5,000 times, um, you will always run three miles, maybe three times a week or running five miles, three to four times a week. I know you're out there. So I talk to a lot of runners on a weekly basis and by no fault of their own, do the same thing each and every year. And they're wondering why they're not getting faster or they're wondering why they keep getting injured. So my goal after this training tonight that you're going to gain an appreciation and start to implement what we talk about into your training. So have you guys ever heard that variety is the spice of life, right? It's also the spice of running. I believe a runner should plan is a runner who is built for success. So a runner with a plan is a runner built for success. Matter of fact, making a plan was shared in our last episode and was my fourth lesson learned in 2020. So if you missed that live training, then just comment lessons into the comment box for those that are here on the Facebook Live. Um, and I'll shoot you the link to that la latest blog article or in the last blog article of 2020. So I know I'm personally coming off of two weeks of uh, active rest and recovery, as I should say. Um, how many of you guys have been cookie eating training uh, these past two weeks? It is Honestly, good to be somewhat back on the horse. Um, so today's the first Monday as we're doing this live of the new year. And it is good to get some recovery. Like last week was a full week of family time, which was the first time, honestly, in like a year uh, that I actually had that time. And it was amazing. We got to spend some great family time with my two girls, my wife, um, playing games, playing volleyball with my girls. So we got some new games for Christmas. So Scattergories has been a favorite um, family feud and then uh, Telestrations. So those are the new games and uh, Blocus and Sequin. Uh, so some of those games. So those of you who have kids, uh, did you guys get in a lot of games? Just type in board games into the comment box. Let me know um, who's been here. All right, guys. So let's get into this here. So man, I'm like, I, I don't know. We took a week off of going live last week and now we're like back and I'm just like super excited, super pumped uh, that we're all here on the live. Thank you guys so much for joining. I was really trying to think about this. How do I kick off 2021? I've been getting a lot of questions from runners um, about training. I've been talking to a lot of runners and realizing that they're really not implementing this concept that we're going to be talking about tonight, um, which is called periodization or kind of cycling 
into your training. You really want to think about is that there are different phases throughout the year. So this is kind of good because we're kicking off the year and I figured this would be good to kind of plan out your year and start to think about you want to run longer. So you maybe run your first half marathon, maybe run your first marathon if you want to stay healthy, right? So you don't want to get that recurring Achilles pain, recurring plantar fasciitis pain, recurring hamstring pain in the back of your thigh, back of your sit bone area, um, get rid of your knee pain, your IT band syndrome, right? So how do we stay healthy? And a big component is training. And this was actually my fifth principle or fifth tip in our Spark Blueprint. By the way, most of you guys have probably gotten already, but just in case you haven't heard, um, I have released the free ebook, which is the core principles, the foundational principles of this podcast, of the Healthy Runner Facebook community. And that is our five tips for healthy running. That is free ebook that I have. So if you haven't gotten it yet, just type in Blueprint. I will shoot you the link. So periodization is when we divide our our yearly training into specific segments. And they usually last either 12 weeks, 16 weeks, or 20 weeks. Whether or not you're training for a half marathon or a full marathon, or if you're training for a 5K, same thing. It's gonna be 12 weeks, 16 or 20 into each phase with a specific goal. So you don't do the workout all of the time. So for example, Myself, every year, I do a spring half marathon, and then I do a super early uh, fall half marathon as well. So I break these into different like training cycles. So right now, I'm getting ready for a spring half marathon at the end of April, last week in April. And for those of you who are here on the live, let me know, what are you training for this spring? Are you training for a half marathon or are you training for a 5K? So let me know what you guys are training for this fall. I'm getting ready for a half marathon. So we're going to actually be um, having big news come out in the next two weeks, half marathon training program. So our kind of healthy runner team program, we've uh, done it twice before now, uh, awesome results and people crushing half marathons. So I'm excited about this. this is going to be like the new and improved version of the program. So I'm working out the details. So more info to come on that. Stay tuned, but it will be kicking off uh, first week in February. So that is like right around the corner four weeks from now. So within the next two weeks, you'll find out more details about that program. And I will let you know um, if you are training for a half marathon this spring. Again, I did a lot of resting these last two weeks, right? There was a lot of resting recovery. I got some easy runs in, but actually last week was the first week in quite a bit of time that I didn't do any strength training whatsoever. So I didn't do any workouts at all. And it was somewhat strategic in that I was spending family time. I did get some easy runs in there, but besides that, um, it was pretty much rest period. And then what you want to do starting your easy running, which is pretty much like what I'm starting now. What I did this morning, I did a nice easy three miler. And then I did my strength training routine, right? And all of our folks who are in our strength training program, they got in their Monday workout or their workout a, uh, for the week. And that's what we're really doing is getting into this easy running and then you get to your goal race and then you rest again. So some describe this as almost like a rest period, a base phase, building up base training or which is where all the physiologic benefits are, are gained. So you want to get to that preparation phase and then get to the peak or the race phase and then you rest and recover into what we call different cycles or we'll get into kind of macro cycle, meso and micro cycles. So guys, what is a macro cycle? That macro cycle is that whole training period. So it's like starting from today, leading up to race day. 
All right. Typically, again, these are, if it's a half marathon, it's going to be like 12 weeks. If it's a full marathon, it's either like 16 or 20 week plan um, for those race distances. So a mesocycle. So this is like a different phase. Within that macro cycle, we break that, we chunk it into mesocycles. So a mesocycle is a specific training phase for a specific purpose. So you'll most likely do three to four weeks. And each cycle has a different physiological goal or physiological or psychological benefit, right? So you either have that physiological or psychological benefit for that specific mesocycle that lasts three to four weeks. So usually you're going to do anywhere from three to five mesocycles within a macro cycle, right? So you're doing your half marathon training plan. This is broken into different mesocycles in that whole macro cycle of you running, right? So now in a 12-week half marathon training plan, you might have the first four weeks, the first month of training would be base phase period, which is really your foundation. So this is kind of the preparation for what's to come after that. So after that is really the preparation or that kind of growth period, which is where we start to add in as run coaches, we start to add in more of those speed work sessions. That kind of base training is going to be tempo runs or what we call really lactate threshold runs. So the next phase would be like adding in some hill work or maybe adding in intervals. And then you start with long intervals first and then shorter intervals you are in your training so that's why like most training plans if you ever just like google training plans you'll find that like a beginner plan shouldn't have any speed work in it you're not like hitting the track as a beginner because that's just a recipe again for disaster and getting injured um so you should be just doing kind of the mileage and building up your volume and your long runs as opposed to working on speed but if you've been experienced you've run many half marathons then I usually build in tempo runs into those runners programs. And if you've been doing tempo runs, then I add in interval sessions. And if you've been doing interval sessions, then I add in short interval sessions to work on more speed and turnover, right? So it really depends upon where you are in your phase. But the, the fact that a specific mesocycle is, is its goal, its intention is to actually challenge you and and build that physiologic response that's going to allow you to run further and allow you to run faster. So just let me know, guys, before I get like too off track, let me know if some of this is making sense to you guys. All right. So those are our mesocycles. And the reason we do kind of have that base phase and then kind of challenge period where we're adding that adaptation or that preparation phase is because we need adaptation in order to improve fitness. That is the key. And a runner who never changes what they do, and they only do the same exact runs over and over again, will get good at that specific run. What we're really doing is when we're training, when we're running, we're training, you're actually tearing your muscle fibers. And it's that tearing of your muscle fibers it's getting in, whether it's strength training or whether it's running, when you rest and recover, that's when the fibers actually heal and the muscle actually rebuilds itself. And that's where we can kind of get hypertrophy of your muscles. Your muscles get bigger. 
you increase the strength and the load capacity of your muscles and your tendons, right? So they can withstand load. So you don't get that chronic Achilles tendinopathy or that chronic uh, hamstring tendon pain, right? So that's the stresses that we are adding into your body with specific strength training, with specific runs. So in other words, training itself does not produce adaptation. It's the rest that follows your training that allows your body to get stronger and to be more resilient. So it's really a simple fact that the best version of yourself is with fresh legs and a rested body. So that strong workout performance may tax your system and that's why nutrition is so important, sleep is so important, to allow that rest and recovery that you need in order to improve your performance. And it's really up to you as the runner, and it's up to your run coach, right, and how hard you push in your training. And that's where like a customized plan and working one-on-one with the run coach is beneficial because based upon how you feel after your runs, how you're responding to each of your training plans, um, and, and your runs, and if you're improving, then they know how to change those demands and add that specific stress your body needs. So it's like that fine line. You don't want to like overdo it, overdo it, because then that's when injuries happen, but you don't want to underdo it, underdo it and be super conservative because then your body never gets better at doing the thing that you love, which is running, right? And if your goal, many of the people who are in our strength training program, they told me their goal was to get stronger, was to get faster and run longer, right? So if that's your goal, there's only one way to do that. You need to switch up your training. This can also be kind of talked about when we talk about mesocycles, each mesocycle, the goal of it is really to introduce this IIP concept. So within the three-week cycle, to introduce, improve, and then you perfect it. So that's where the IIP comes in um, before you move on to the next mesocycle. So the running example is maybe you're doing three weeks of a 25-minute tempo run or a lactate threshold run before progressing to the next phase. So whether or not you're changing your paces or maybe you are switching hill work as speed work, or you're actually advancing to intervals. So, or it might be someone doing intervals. They might do a four by 800 or four by 1200 workout at, let's say a 5k pace um, with a three minute jog in between to do that three weeks in a row. And the goal is to introduce it, improve it. So get better at it the second time, and then you perfect it. And then usually we add in a recovery week to actually recover, and then you go to the next phase, so the next mesocycle. How many of you that are here on the live are big fans of like the HIT workout or like group fitness, like where you're you're doing different like boot camp style workouts each each day, um, and maybe they're different each day. I'm curious to see how many of you are uh, into those. So how I designed the Healthy Runner Strength Program is the first six weeks is really our kind of base foundation training. And what we do is we repeat the same workout, like basically I call it Monday workout or an A workout, right? So there's like three different workouts that we do throughout the week that are totally different, different exercises, right? But those A days, we repeat them once a week 
for six weeks, building up the base and foundation. And then for the second six weeks of the program, the last half of the program, we change those workouts. We progress them because we're really talking about pretty much that middle phase and kind of that stimulus and stress to improve in your running and in your training, right? So that's how I kind of designed the strength training program. And this allows for that progressive overload of your system with the same or similar stress. So it really teaches the body and the mind to adapt to a specific stress until it becomes not stress. And then you move on to the next stress. So Amy says that that's her with the HIT workouts. Um, Nivian loves boot camps and cats into the HIT classes as well. Um, and I do like the HIT classes for the mere fact of adding variety. For runners, I highly recommend that you supplement those classes with specific kind of strength and conditioning principles, as I just mentioned, where you're really working on building a foundation and then progressively overloading that over time. Because sometimes I feel like people do classes or specific HIIT workouts and they do a different like class each and every time, a different exercise. And that, unfortunately, too much variety doesn't add the stimulus for your body to have that stress and become good at it and implement that IIP concept to introduce, improve, and perfect that your body really needs to actually get stronger um, in your training. So hopefully that makes sense. I'm not a, a hater of the HIIT workouts or like the boot camp style classes. I think they definitely have their place in your training. I just don't think they should be your only form of strength training. I hope that makes sense on how I explain that. And that's, that's kind of my take on, on those uh, classes or those workouts. So we talked about macro cycle, which is that whole training period for your race. We talked about mesocycles and we spent a lot of time really breaking down the specific periods. So now let's talk about micro cycle. So micro, right? It's small, right? Right. So a micro cycle is really going to be a series of days that make up a brief block, right? So it's basically your workouts for the week. So what are you doing for your strength training? What are you doing for your running? What's going on in that specific week? And then we break these into different runs, right? You have your easy runs, you have your tempo, one day tempo, you have your one day long run. Guys, and if you're listening to this and you're like, I have no clue what he is talking about when it comes to tempo runs, hill work, speed work, intervals, all that stuff. I did do a podcast episode on that topic where I talked about three types of runs. And I will definitely drop that in the show notes to the podcast. And if you want the link to that, just type in three types of runs. If you're here on Facebook into the comment box, I'll shoot you the blog. So before I kind of finish off here, those of you who are here on the live, let me know if you have any questions about anything I talked about um, with regard to periodization and different phases. And let me know what phase are you in? So that's what I'm kind of curious about. If you're watching this in replay, watching this on the live, let me know what phase are you in right now? So starting off 2021, what phase are you in? Are you in the preparation phase? Are you in peak phase right now? Anyone running any races in January? So I just want to summarize kind of what we talked about in this episode. And we really talked about why we should periodize our training and really to prevent kind of boredom, number one, <laughs> number two, to actually allow adaptation. And number three, 
elite runners are doing this. So why shouldn't we as recreational runners train, right? We talked about the IIP concept. So we're introducing workouts. And then we talked about the different training cycles there are. So the macro cycle, the meso cycle, and the micro cycle. So those of you who are here um, on the live, uh, Sundar says that he's base building. And Nivian says that she guesses she's in base phase. Yes, Nivian, you are in the base phase. You are absolutely in the base phase. This is your time where you're not running races within the next couple of months to build that base. It's all about that base, right? So we need to build that base and in terms of your running and your strength. And this is the time period where you really want to push the strength training. This is where you're going to make your body more resilient for all the miles that are going to come in 2021. So I always recommend there's some form of strength training that you should be doing with your running throughout the year. Just the focus should be different. And that's the periodization, right? So right now, this time, winter time, this is where your focus should be on strength training and plyometric training. So jump training. So right now, for those that aren't racing these next two months, these next three months, this should be your base training period. This should be your prime time to get those miles up. So kind of getting some good easy run miles under your legs, slowly building up your long run, and then getting in that strength training and really focusing and hitting the weights hard. If you are in the gym, if you're home, then you're really focusing on the single leg strengthening exercises that I talk about in so many of the previous episodes, your jump training in order to run, right? Your plyometric training. Me personally, in the fall time, when I've been through the summer running, building up my mileage, getting ready for fall half marathon, I stopped jump training altogether and just allow my legs to recover from my runs. This is the time, guys, to strength train, jump train. If you want more information on how to do that, um, just reach out to me, honestly, or type in jump training, type in strength training into the comment box, and I will reach out to you personally and see, kind of point you in the right direction on what you need right now. We've done previous trainings on both of those topics, so I'll be happy to share those with you on how to strength train and I have videos on that on my YouTube channel, on my level one kind of plyometric program, my level two plyometric program. Again, there's different levels because we periodize this. All right. It's not just random. And I know it may seem random to you guys when I talk about exercise and everything, but there is a method to the madness, right? And that's the key kind of bringing it full circle to how we started this episode and talked about that. Um, so Andrew says she's base training. Nivian, uh, <laughs> Nivian's like, all right, I'm good. I'm base training right now. Yes, Tanya, you're definitely base training as well. Uh, Amber is building that base for hopefully lots of miles in 2021. Yes, indeed. With your new wireless earbuds that you got for the holidays. Um, so guys, thank you so much for those of you who jumped on the live. Um, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate every time you jump on the live. Honestly, we have a jam-packed schedule for the rest of this month um, on the podcast. I'm super, super excited. We're going to actually talk about some of that base training and what are easy conversational runs. Um, and we're going to get into so much more with Harrison and Mo. They are awesome. I love their podcast. And we also have uh, Jen Giles, who is a registered dietitian to share nutrition for runners coming up. Um, we have Dr. Petri Liano, uh, who is a professor and chief of orthopedic surgery at Keck Medicine of USC. Um, he's the head team physician for the LA Kings hockey team. So 
I'm super pumped to have him come talk uh, about early OA or osteoarthritis in runners. He managed that. So what are some management strategies out there that are available for you? So definitely if you have knee pain, super, super pumped that we're going to have the one, the only Olympian, Kerry Tollefson um, from the widely popular See Tolly Run podcast. She's a five-time NCAA champion, three-time national champion, and represented the U.S. in the 2004 Olympics she will be coming on our show. We're going to be chatting about life after the sport, running and training through pregnancy, trying to run fast in a different way, staying fit. Um, I'm super pumped about that. Guys, if you learned anything today about periodization, about training phases, training cycles, just do me a favor. Please hit the like, hit the love button uh, for those who are on my Facebook Live. Uh, that will just help this show up in more runner's news feeds so they can get the help that they need to kick off 2021 on the right foot literally um so thank you guys for those that jumped on the facebook uh live or, or if you listened on the podcast or if you caught the replay on the spark your training youtube channel remember every monday night 8 p.m eastern standard time we go live so keep us in mind in your schedule so you can get your running questions answered i'm looking forward to hearing about your running wins in 2021 so stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Runner Podcast. Can I please ask you for a couple of favors? Can you subscribe to The Sucker wherever you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever so you never miss another episode? You'll be notified when a new episode drops every Thursday. Can you also please leave me a rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts? What I want you to do is to tell them how awesome you are as a runner and then tell them what you have liked most about the show. I love to hear what you have to say. I read all of them and it means a lot to me. If you haven't seen the video version of this podcast, then head over to youtube.com forward slash spark your training and you can see the video version as well as our full video library of exercises that are specific to your running on the Spark Your Training YouTube channel. Also, if you like the content in this podcast, then you will like the community even better. Head over to our Healthy Runner free Facebook group so you can get all the bonus content, blog articles, and get your questions answered by myself and our team of Healthy Runner coaches. The fifth and final thing I want you to do is that you can help this podcast out by taking a screenshot wherever you're listening, whatever episode, and put it in your stories on Instagram and tag me. That is at Spark Your Training. If you do this, I'll give you a shout out and repost it, sharing your running wins while listening to the podcast. More importantly, we'll be able to share this information with a lot more runners because that is the goal, guys. We want to get this information in front of as many runners as possible to help them stay healthy so they can stay on the road doing what they love. So take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories, and tag me in it. You can also find out how I help runners as well as our brand new Healthy Runner Strength Program by visiting our website, sparkyourtraining.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I just love our Healthy Runner family. And remember, guys, let's stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running. Until next time.